The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Megagoria. The things of science fiction are coming quickly. You will not recognize your life by 2030. The very fabric of morality is going to be challenged. You with your masquerading and you always contemplating what to do. In case happiness found you, can't you see that it's all around you? So follow me. Hey, come on, follow me. I'm the bright viper. Follow me. I'm the bright viper. And I'll show you where it's at. Come on, can't you see? I'm the bright viper. Trust in me, I'm the bright Bible, and I'll show you where it's at. Don't be scared to move, what are you trying to prove? It ain't true, that your life has kicked you, it's your mind, and that's all that's tricking you. 
step in line Hey, come on an amazing thing how people follow each other into the water to drown. I'm dumbfounded when I talk to people in the electronics side of everything and they all agree with me that everybody's doing this. They go to restaurants. They don't talk to each other. They're following something that has captivated them, tantalized them. Our lady said, February 2nd, 2018, my children do not believe lying voices which speak to you about false things, false glitter. And on August 2nd, 2005, which is 14 years ago, things have greatly progressed from that point. When she said, I have come to you with open arms to take you all in my embrace under my mantle. I cannot do this. What? The Virgin Mary with all power? God's commissioner to come to the earth? And she's telling us about something she cannot do? How is that? She's the queen of peace. She has all the might of heaven. I cannot do this while your heart is filled with false glitter and false idols. What do you think she's talking about? To do this, she continues, cleanse your heart. How do you do that? You got to get away from what makes your heart dirty or cluttered or glittering. Boss idols. You tell me what this is about because you ignore this over and over and over. Well, it's just idols. What is the idol? What is the glitter? I'm asking you that. I'm demanding to know it from you. Cleanse your heart and allow my angels to begin to sing in it. What is singing in your heart? Babble. Total babble. I'm going to tell you, Our Lady is here for the destruction of the Tower of Babel. It is coming. Why are you staying connected to it? Well, I need it for business. My kids need it. I need to talk to them. They need to have it in the classroom if there's a shooting so they can give me last words. The chances of that is almost nil, really. You say, what happens? Yeah, but there's thousands and thousands of schools. We don't need this thing. 
We have proved that. We have an international mission, seven hours difference timing, people working across the ocean and on this side of the ocean. We output things to the whole world. We go to 197 countries out of 211. We have our presses running full time. We put things out constantly. Just in the last two or three days, we did three mailings, all without cell phones. So we think, oh, this lets us share things with each other. That is garbage. It doesn't. It's antisocial. It separates us because when we separate each other, we separate ourselves from God. Because this electronic system makes our hearts cold and our neighbor's heart cold, and we're not really close anymore. We have let something come between us. It's not theoretical. All you have to go to any restaurant, any place, stand on the street corner, you will see isolation, introverted people talking to what they think is being social. Social media is social? It's anti-social, anti-God. Yesterday, 189 years ago, November 27th, 1830, Our Lady gave us something to communicate with. It wasn't a cell phone. It's to bring conversion. This thing has no plug. This thing was not a modern invention, but it carries the power of God's grace to bring conversion. It's the miraculous metal. It has more power than your cell phones and your computers because they can't bring the grace of conversion and save souls. But we also have something that happened yesterday on November 27th, 1989. Our Lady gave a message in Medjugorje to Maria. And she said, these days I want you to pray in a special way for salvation of souls. Wow. Will your cell phone do that? Oh, yeah, we do that. We spread the gospel. It's sterilized. It circumvents reading the Bible. You might object and say, oh, that's not the case. We can read it on the phone. It's a distraction having it. The salvation of souls today is the feast day of the miraculous medal. Our lady's given this in Medjugorje. That happened well over a century before. Our lady continues, and I want that you pray in a special way for the salvation of those people who are carrying this miraculous medal. Why? They're just carrying a piece of steel? They're carrying something like a cell phone? No, this thing has real power, the power of God. And what does she say from there? I want, and when the first lady of heaven, when she wants something, she's going to get it. I want you to spread the devotion and the caring of this cell phone. Oh, excuse me. The caring of this metal. See, you can be so programmed. You think your salvation is going to come to that. You think that thing helps you. No, it doesn't help you. It hurts you. And caring of this metal. She wants it carried. A lady 30 years ago, yesterday, empowered, reinvigorated the miraculous metal. She's telling us in this modern time, carrying of this metal so that more souls may be saved. That means it's going to save souls if you carry it and that you pray in a special way. This was some new insights into the metal. To what? The battle, the evil spirit of modernism. It was Ivanka. I was there. I've told you this story, but it's applicable to this discussion now. 
June 25th, 1989. Satan has special plans. This is 1989. What's happened since that time? Actually, November 27th, 89, this was just a few months later. Going back to the message our lady said, Satan has special plans to enslave you through materialism. We already know in the messages she's condemned consumerism and modernism. Identify these things. So we go from 189 years to 30 years ago yesterday and three years ago yesterday. What happened? A lady did something very powerful in the bedroom because Maria was here on November 27th, 2016, and she had an apparition. I'm going to come back to that later in the broadcast. So we got three things concerning the Marcus Medal that happened, and one of them's here. So I tell you very strongly that the Tower of Bible has been built. And if God doesn't come down with divine intervention, we are doomed and we are over. Because nobody's going to throw all these things away today. It has to be taken from them. And if it's going to be taken from you, why are you not getting your life straightened now so that you can live without it? Your answer is, I don't think I can live without it. Can you? No, you can't. Because if you understood it, and if you believe these words, and you believe what our lady says about glitter, and what captivates you, you would throw this thing in the garbage. Yes, I know I'm speaking stronger than ever about these things. And you give them to your children. Just hold the hands of your kids and lead them to the devil and say, Here, I'm giving my whole heart of my children to you, Mr. Pied Piper. Is this being too severe? No, I'm warning you. Our Lady says those words, December 2nd, 2007. Today, while I am looking at your hearts, my heart is filled with pain and shudder. That's scary. The Mother of God looks into the heart of us little children who are following the Pied Piper. My children, stop for a moment. Stop following the Pied Piper. He's leading you to the water to drown you. And look into your hearts, she says, is my son, your God, truly in the first place? I'm asking you that question because I'd like to ask you that question. Is your children's heart filled with God first, truly? Are they electronics? Cast them things away. Exercise them away from your children. Our Lady continues, are his commandments truly the measure of your life? Be truthful with yourself. Analyze these things. Look at it. And then Our Lady says this very special sentence. I am warning you again. When the mother of God comes from heaven and says, I'm warning you, you better take that to the bank. She continues, without faith, there is no God's nearness. God's word. That's pretty incredible. God's word. Satan wants to mock the word. That's why we call it Babel. And that's what we have going all through the day, all day long, constantly. People sleeping with their cell phones. God's word 
which is the light of salvation. That's where you get your salvation from. His word, not the Bible. And the light of common sense. It's just very simple. It's not filled with complexities. We're like rats. The whole world is full of rats. And the Pied Piper is bringing us there. But more dangerously, us adults, us rats, are letting the Pied Piper pipe his tune to little children. Eight years old, 10 years old, 15 years old, 16, 17, 18. Those are little children as much as you are. I'm telling you, you're not a good parent if you're letting them do this. But I'm going to quit listening to a friend of Mrs. Gloria. Go ahead. And when you do that, you quit listening to Our Lady too. You might as well say the same thing. I'm not saying anything she has not said. We recognize we're sinners. But one thing we won't do, we will not ignore Our Lady. We see this clearly, and the more we pray, the more we see it, the more we understand it's our undoing. Everything today is fake. It's not real. Our money's not real, and it's going to vanish right in front of you, along with everything else that's not glorifying God. Talk show host Glenn Beck had a serious conversation with a guest who he introduces that is telling us where we are going in the next few years with all the technology. And most of the world and the public has no idea what you're about to hear. Listen to this very carefully. This guy that you're going to meet has a foot in the future, both feet in the future, a clear view of the complicated world that awaits us, a world that is much, much nearer than you might realize. The things of science fiction are coming quickly. You will not recognize your life by 2030. He has a couple of theories as a futurist that are pretty shocking on how fast change will come. Things are going to be automated. You're going to be able to change your body through automation, through implants, but also through CRISPR. We'll be able to cure disease, and it's already here. Industries, communication, everything will change. The very fabric of morality is going to be challenged, which is why today's guest is so important. He has devoted himself to the difficult questions posed by such a transformation. What are the dangers of this technology? What are the dangers of augmentation? What are the dangers of AI, AGI, and ASI? What about the meddling with your own thoughts? Could you get somebody to vote for somebody without them knowing it? Could you get them to buy a product? How bad will it get? He's worked in Tokyo on the leading edge of technology. He has seen the innermost parts of Silicon Valley. You are going to love Jeff Brown. So let's start with something that was in the news, and that is quantum supremacy. Right. First of all, explain what that is. Sure. So uh, quantum supremacy has been obviously predicted for decades and decades, a half of a century. And it's the moment at which a quantum computer can outperform the most powerful classical computer on Earth. Mm -hmm. And right now that computer is called Summit. It was actually uh, partially built by IBM. And it's one of the uh, Department of Energy's national laboratories, and it's capable of something called 200 petaflops per second, which is, <laughs> okay. uh, you know, just imagine football field-sized 
data centers full of racks and racks of very powerful uh, computers and servers. And the job is simply just to compute. Uh, the most complex problems known to man, that's what that was designed for. You connect all of these systems together in their one large, massive supercomputer. And the U.S. has the most powerful supercomputer on Earth. That's the summit. For perspective, the quantum computer that was developed by Google is the size of a refrigerator. Wow. And there's a couple racks of equipment that help orchestrate everything, but it's, it's not a big computing system. And that single computer was able to outperform Summit, the most powerful supercomputer on Earth. And the way they tested it is they developed a very complex problem to solve. And the quantum computer at Google solved it in 200 seconds. 200 seconds. And Google calculated that it would take the Summit computer about 10,000 years to solve the same problem. How does that change things? Mm. It changes everything. Uh, The truth is, is that we'll look back on this five years from now, 10 years from now, and this will be one for the history books. This is like a moon landing. This this is absolutely a moon landing. And it was something that recently, lots of people that said, oh, that's a long way down the road. Correct. As recently as last year, experts were saying, we are a long way away from quantum supremacy. 10 years plus. Absolutely. And we just hit it, and it kind of went by, and nobody noticed. Life is going to change so much in the next 10 years. And it's either going to be great, or it's going to be horrific. And I don't know which, but I'm excited to find out. Mm. But nobody's talking about it. Mm-hmm. Nobody, when I talk to people and say, you don't understand, 2030 is a different world. They can't process that. Mm-hmm. So I really want to talk to you about what does the world look like five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. I'd love for you to explain 5G sure, because this is the key to almost everything. 5G is a wireless technology that's been under development for about 10 years, and now we're ready. We need fifth-generation wireless technology because fourth-generation wireless networks are congested. If you've ever had trouble uh, with dropped phone calls or for some reason your email won't download or Mm -hmm. if uh, you can't actually access the Internet on your phone, the network's congested. There's not enough capacity for you to get what you need. And that's why 5G is so important. This is genuinely the first revolutionary wireless technology that the world has seen. It comes into self-driving cars. It comes into surgeries being performed by a surgeon on one side of the world and a body on the other. In the field, under a tent, you could have uh, the world's top surgeon in New York operating on a soldier in Afghanistan with no wired network, no fiber optics, literally just transmitting over a 5G wireless mm-hmm. network. What are the instant ramifications, yep. five-year ramifications? The only challenge is, is it's kind of like a hotspot design. Mm-hmm. Think about a lily pads in a pond. The entire pond isn't covered yet. Right, and because this needs towers everywhere. 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 Right. I talked to the former chairman of the board of... Uh, GM. And he said, GM is going to be making fleets by 2030. He said, we're not going to be an automaker as you understand it. He said, Mm -hmm. there'll be fleets of pods of whatever they are that will be connected to the system. 
And he said, you know, the highways will be much faster than they are now and things will be much more organized. That's when all of this comes in. But when all of this comes in, you have to keep the guy who wants to drive his car himself off the road with 5G. The Internet of Things comes alive. Uh, I can be in a store and ask my refrigerator what I have, what I need. I can ask what aisle ketchup is in in the supermarket. All of that data because of 5G can get to me quickly. With all of the data in all of our homes, everything in it, gathering information, how concerned are you with the idea that anybody can take that information in our own government to monitor and to manipulate? Uh, It has already. That's the bad news. They've done it on televisions, and that is frightening because that's in our homes. But we're kind of just fat and happy. When I say to people, you're going to have an idea. Let's say, you know, you've had a conversation with your wife and you get up one morning and you're like, I I think we should just get on a plane and go to Hawaii. Those reservations most likely will already have been made. Is that in the future? The ability to do this will happen in the next few years, in fact. And what it will most likely appear as is a personalized digital assistant yeah. that knows your preferences. Knows you better than you, than know. you know yourself. Correct. Exactly. So when that happens, where is the beginning and end of free will? Is that my choice or have I been kind of manipulated into that of choice? Of course. You're never going to get people to say, oh, I'm not going to use that. You'll get people to say, that sounds bad. But they'll still use it. The convenience factor is too high, precisely. Define AI, AGI, and ASI. Right now, what we have is narrow AI. We can take AI and apply it to a very specific task, like autonomous driving, and it can train on just that thing, and it can be brilliant at it. Be better than any human at that one thing. Two billion miles driven, Tesla cars have driven themselves, sometimes with humans sleeping in the seat. You know, we've been there for the last several years. AGI, I believe, will come within nine years. And artificial general intelligence is something that is unrecognizable from a human level of intelligence and has essentially the world of information at its fingertips. Artificial superintelligence is where the AI is smarter than the single best human in every aspect of life. If they can do this... They can do anything. Is our technology confuse the language and we scatter? And it scares me, but it also kind of gives me hope. That gives you the fear of somebody shutting everything down. But also the benevolence of if things really did get crazy, that there's some benevolence Mm. that would confuse the language to set the world free again you just heard jeff brown say things that are very disturbing what does beck think he says i'm excited about it why is he excited about it can you not see the danger of this sweet dazzling faster on the roads everybody going the convenience part is so much nobody would turn against it for all the negatives that's why you won't give up the cell phones you got ai Artificial intelligence, AGI, artificial general intelligence, which if you're dealing on the phone with them, you not realize they're another person. So advanced it will be. 
And then you have ASI, artificial superintelligence. Don't you see? How come people don't see? It's dangerous. And yet you have the Becks out there. They're excited about this coming. Can't wait for this to happen. What happened in the past? You heard Beck refer to a benevolence that will break everything down. That's why I can tell you the destruction of Babel is coming. The towers. G5, you heard, said they're going to have to build many more towers. You can't see this through reason? Then you're blind. And yet, Beck says, the very fabric of morality is going to be challenged. It's not going to be challenged. It's going to be enslaved and suppressed. Because if you profess the Christ, you will be persecuted and martyred. Because they can control everything. You're buying and selling. That's in the scriptures. I'm telling you right now that I began taking two years ago people to Patmos, Greece, to the cave where the book of Revelation was seen by John the Apostle and scribed by Prochorus, the deacon mentioned in the Bible, the most fresh book of the Bible. As it was seen, it was scribed. It's an amazing thing. And I'm telling you right now, the Patmos cave is the bridge from 1900 years ago to 1981. What Revelation reveals could not have begun until now. That's why Our Lady picked that date. And that's why Our Lady laid out 189 years ago tools that we would have to battle these things. Because the prodigies of the devil would be so powerful and it has to get ingrained into civilization, culturalized, so we can battle against it. That's why I decided to create and design the Miraculous Majority Round. Because where we are today, and where you just heard from Beck, that where we're heading is a time right out of the Bible, where we see towers popping up everywhere. We're going to hear Genesis chapter 11 about the Tower of Babel and what happened. And you reflect on that. Our lady said June 25th, 1991. If you pray, God will help you discover the true reason for my coming. We go to the scriptures to know the future because it happened in the past many times. Therefore, little children, pray and read the sacred scriptures so that through my coming, you discover the message in sacred scripture for you. Go deep into this. Listen to it very carefully. Now the whole earth had one language and one speech. And it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. Then they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone, and they had asphalt for mortar. Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. Indeed, the people are one, and they all have one language. And this is what they begin to do. 
Now nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. Come, let us go down and there confuse their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth, and they ceased building the city. Therefore its name is called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth, and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. What are we to think about this? Going all the way back to Genesis in the Bible? Our lady said, find it in the secular scriptures. We're living something now that is a parallel what happened in Genesis. Did you hear what the scripture says? This is only the beginning of what they will do, and nothing that they propose to do will now be withheld from them. Why did God tear it down then and not now? God had to tear it down because Jesus couldn't be riding in a Ford 150 pickup truck. And that's what would have happened. All the physics, all the minerals, all the things we have now is there. Physics is physics, whether it's a thousand years ago or one year ago or 5,000 years ago. So it was just a matter of them advancing the civilization. And it's real telling in this verse that if the Messiah came as he come now, he could not do what he did 2,000 years ago. So civilization was set back. Why would he do it now? Because, again, we go back to the scriptures. The woman of Revelation comes to mortally wound the beast. The church teaches that the Antichrist is a system. Yes, they'll be ahead of it. He'll be incarnate from the Satan. But at the same time, it's going to be destroyed. That's one thing Beck observed, that some kind of benevolence is going to come and stop this. We're going to have this system go down. That's why you are not to stay close to it. It's too dangerous. If this isn't stopped, we will be under artificial intelligence, and it will make us slaves. That's what a lady said to Ivanka. He has special plans to enslave you. It's not just like, oh, I'm attached to something. No, Dave Evans, who's a futurist, says, quote, Computers and their physical animated brethren robots will possess not only vastly superior cognitive abilities relative to humans, but also will be self-aware and demand human rights. And they're going to be first martyr to you. So we will be slaves. It's headed that way. Dave Evans is the Senior Director and Chief Technologist for Cisco. This is just a few from this list of the top 25 predictions he made in 2009. One, by 2030, it will take a village of human brains to match a $1,000 computer. Two, by 2050... Assuming a global population of $9 billion, a $1,000 worth of computing power will equal the processing power of all human brains on Earth. Number three, with IP version 6, Internet Protocol 6, there will be enough addresses for every star in the known universe to have 4.8 trillion addresses. Number four, by 2020, 
which were right there at this point. Universal language translation will be commonplace in every device, which is what a friend of Medjugorje was speaking about, Babel. And the last one, by 2030, artificial implants for the brain will take place. Evans believes one thing that is certain, that a technology avalanche is indeed coming, and he quotes, to prepare for it if we are to capitalize on the profound changes it will enable. Think about that. We are here with Our Lady for divine intervention to stop everything that has taken place. Just like thousands of years ago, if I don't go down there, there's nothing going to stop them and nothing will be impossible for them. All this is hard evidence of why Our Lady is here and also an impulse to make you start thinking that you have to change the direction of your life. That's a quote from Our Lady. If you change directions and you're headed north, you're either going to go east, west, or south. And if you're going to do 180, you're going to go from north to south. And I think Ali's context of her messages is saying the direction you're going, you need to reverse it because it's headed for a cliff. The decisions I was making in my life before Lady appeared, I was already lining myself up for what I didn't even know what the future was, but I felt it in my heart. March 25th, 1990, I said just what I told you. God wants to save you and send you messages through men, nature, and so many things which can only help you to understand that you must change the direction of your life. Therefore, little children, understand also the greatness of the gift which God has given you through me so that I might protect you with my mantle. But you can't be protected if you're rejecting what she's telling you. She told you to change direction. And what is she referring to before that? Men, nature, all these things are telling you. When you're thirsty, nature's telling you you need water. If you're hungry, you need food. For that, you need the means of exchange. The future's going to have that. There's three things you're going to need. Water, food, and means of exchange. You're going to be growing your food or have good access to it. And accessible water, which is a very, very difficult thing to have today. And a means of exchange. And the third is the base of why we started a project to sanctify our means or our money through the Maracas Matter Medjugorje Round. So yesterday was the third anniversary of November 27th, 2016. Joan's now going to read the description of what happened that night. So again, this was November 27th, 2016, the Feast of Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal. The apparition took place in the bedroom of apparitions in the evening. Our Lady had asked that this apparition only be for the community. Joseph, the third son of our founder, who was born during the first apparitions of Our Lady in this home in 1988, was present with his new wife. They were married a few months earlier, and this was the first time they were with Our Lady since their wedding, asking Our Lady's blessing upon their marriage. Annette, the founder's wife, had arranged the bed with their crucifix from their wedding, along with the wedding rings of all the married couples of the community. Also, because this was the Feast of Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal, 
Several Medjugorje miraculous metal silver rounds were presented to Our Lady for her blessing. Our Lady appeared around 5.43 p.m. And following is Maria's description of the apparition. Maria said, During moment of apparition, Our Lady prayed over us and she blessed us all. I recommend all of us. I say today is Feast of Our Lady of Miraculous Metal, so I ask a special blessing on all objects that we have here, all intentions, and Our Lady watch us while she bless us. Unquote. There were two blessings given in the apparition, one as Our Lady prayed over the community and one over the religious articles placed on the bed. And then Our Lady said for tomorrow's apparition, that the apparition was, again, only for the community in the bedroom and that she would come whenever we pray. Our Lady's done many beautiful things. She won't do what she's not going to bless. And the fact that she blessed some miraculous measure go arounds and Maria literally mentioned that to her was an infusion into what we're doing. Because really, we're taking something that God gave that's real. It's not fake. The three things I mentioned about Food and soil being close to it and a means of exchange is a way of life. We live a fake life. Our money's fake. Our news is fake. Our life is fake. Cell phones is fake. You say, well, we use them. They're real. No, it's not God. It's a fake God. And it is an idol. So the whole thing about sanctifying your money, having a means of exchange when the Tower of Babel is tore down, we living with our lay's messages does the opposite of what Dave Evans says when he says capitalize on the profound changes it will enable. We need to be doing this now in the sense of the messages, capitalizing on them for the profound changes that is coming so that we will be enabled. We have new news about Century Silver. Before we release the new news about Century Silver, I thought it was important to say this. You quoted Greg Evans today in talking about the phrase that he coined, the avalanche of technology. But you've also talked about what Our Lady's been building up over the last 38 years of apparitions, and that would be her avalanche of grace. It's very important for people to understand that the miraculous metal Medjugorje round has a big, big role to play in this avalanche of grace. There is nothing like the miraculous metal Medjugorje round in history. Yeah, there's other silver rounds out there. There's ones that may contain a religious image. But there is nothing like this that's tied to the active grace of Medjugorje that Our Lady has acknowledged in her apparitions, like the one of November 27, 2016. That Our Lady, as you wrote about in It Ain't Gonna Happen, has reinvigorated the miraculous metal image. It's like a Trojan horse. It looks like other silver rounds. It acts like them. It plays like them. But there's something much, much bigger attached to it that no other silver round in the world has. You quoted Maria Valtorta in It Ain't Gonna Happen from Notebooks, saying that in our times, Jesus will raise up new evangelizers. They will evangelize in a new way in keeping with the times, not substantially changing the eternal gospel. You end that quote from Maria Valtorta saying that Jesus will raise up new apostles in places where they are least expected. You've talked a lot about how it is the global financial system that ties man together. It's all part of this Tower of Babel concept, this interconnectivity. It's the least likely place for Our Lady to insert a Trojan horse, but you've done that in conjunction with the grace that she's reinvigorated in Medjugorje. 
the announcement that we have to make for Century Silver is that Century Silver is moving. We've been based in Texas since 2017. Starting, most likely, at the beginning of 2020, we're going to be moving to the state of Alabama. We initially started in Texas because the sales tax laws were most favorable to begin in Texas. Had we started in Alabama in 2017, there would have been a lot of sales tax added to each purchase of the Miraculous Metal Magic Warrior Round. That law has changed within the last couple of years in Alabama, and we feel very much like we're coming home. So we're going to be in communication with you in the near future through mail, but also through our website or those of you who are on our email list to let you know what our new address is. You don't have to worry. If you're mailing anything to our old address, we're going to hang on to that P.O. box for some time to make sure that there's no disconnect between what folks are sending us in the mail and our new address in Alabama. We're excited about the new change. We think that's going to bring more security to the overall operation. We've got several ideas for the coming year and things we're going to be mailing out to you that uh, it is our intention to help you save even more money during your exchanges for the Miraculous Metal Medjugorje round. If you'd like to contact Century Silver Exchange, you can reach us at the same toll-free number, 877-936-7686. Again, that's 877-936-7686. You can also visit CenturySilver.com or email info at CenturySilver.com. And of course, Century Silver Exchange is a for-profit subsidiary of Caritas of Birmingham, It pays income taxes and bears its own expenses. If there is any income left over at year-end, it may make a dividend donation to Caritas to further its mission efforts. Everything we do has a purpose for the preparation of the future. Our Lady's messages are grounded in these things for us to be ready. When Our Lady reinvigorated the miraculous medal, she starts the message, These days... I want you to pray in a special way for the salvation of souls. Then she goes into what I've already read. These days now, you need to be doing and making decisions of how you're going to be dealing with the future, because the future is not what you just heard on the Brett clip or Dave Avon's things. Those things will go be torn down. I told you earlier about taking people to Patmos. They see the bridge from there to Medjugorje. We are in Revelations. You have to act. If the Tower of Babel is torn down, meaning there's no more communications, the system doesn't work anymore, do you think the food's going to be delivered to you? The average meal that you eat comes from 1,500 miles away. What garden are you going to to be eaten? This is not a survivalist mentality or the remnant. We know that the world is going to change. We know Yvonne has said to Our Lady what Beck said, We won't recognize how we'll be living in the future. You need to be investing in where will your food come from, where your water coming from, and what would be the means of exchange. You have cash now that you can transfer into something that's real. I had one person say, well, you know, I want to buy the American Eagle round. While the American Eagle sells for a couple more dollars than America's magic around us, it's the same silver. But what's going to happen is a reversal. Because universally, people will know the secrets, and the Virgin Mary is the queen of the world, and she's come to tear down the Bible and crush it, the serpent's head, that the miraculous magic go around would be the most coveted means of change out there. That's why we say, look at it as sanctifying your means of change, because once somebody gets that, 
Our Lady said, spread the devotion and the carrying of this medal. That's what motivated me to come up with the design. So that more souls will be saved. Is not, maybe they will be saved. She says, if you spread it, more souls will be saved. Why are you not doing this? It's not to make money. It's not to do that. It's not for investment. It's for preservation of what you have. Don't look at it as an investment. Look at it as a way of life. The Miraculous Metal Medjugorje Round is not about gaining and losing and watching the numbers on the computer screen to see how much your silver has gone up or down. The most important part is the spiritual part of the round. Those who have exchanged their dollars for other silver rounds, thinking they'll be worth more in the future or they're worth more now or they're more popular, they're going to experience a deep, deep regret when the avalanche of Our Lady's grace starts to unfold. And they'll realize something that you've highlighted in Our Lady's message before, that you will have deep regret for that which you should have done but did not want to do. You chased after the wrong thing. The purpose of fables and stories is virtue. The Pied Piper speaks truth because the rats are the adults today. That Satan is leading away to the water to be drowned. The whole system and everybody with it will drown because we're replacing God with the God of technology. And what happens from there? The children. And that's what the Pied Piper did. He brought the children after the rats. And that's where we are. It's a very dangerous situation. And it's real. It's not a fable. And on this day of Thanksgiving, which is about gratitude, being grateful, the saints teach us that thankfulness begets another favor. We've got the favor of God sending down Our Lady. And if you're ungrateful, you lose. Pipe Piper of Hamlin Long ago, the town of Hamlin had a big problem of too many rats. The people tried every way to get rid of them, but in vain. The chief of the town declared to give ten sacks of gold to anyone who saved them from the rats. One day, a stranger from a faraway land came and told the chief that he would get rid of the rats. The stranger took out his pipe and played an odd tune. All the rats in the town heard the music and began to follow him. The clever man took them all to the river where all rats fell and drowned. Finally, Hamlin was free of rats. The Pied Piper went to collect his reward, but now that the problem was solved, the greedy chief refused to pay him any money. He immediately played his pipe again. This time, every boy and girl of Hamlin began to follow the magical music. The Pied Piper took them all to a cave and closed it with a huge rock. Two children who were left behind went to the chief and told him what happened. The chief was very scared and ashamed of breaking his promise. He went to the cave and begged for forgiveness. He even promised to give the Pied Piper twenty sacks of gold. Finally, the Pied Piper let the children go. The town of Hamlin had learned never to be ungrateful again. For Thanksgiving, we end with a reflection of how much we should be thankful for. And if we change the direction of our life, make these moves we're telling you now to the messages, 
you will be the most grateful of all the peoples of the earth. Say thank you for grace. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for wisdom. Thank you for parents. Thank you for love. Thank you for kindness. Thank you for humility. Thank you for peace. Thank you for prosperity. Say thank you in advance for what is already yours. Thank you for this day. Thank you for every moment that led to this day. Thank you for the hard times. They made me appreciate the good times. Thank you for the lessons. They were needed for my development. Thank you for my eyes that get to witness the miracles of today and tomorrow. Thank you for everything I take for granted. Thank you for all of my blessings. Thank you for my drive. Thank you for my spirit. Thank you for my strength. Thank you for giving me the courage to fight through the hard times. Thank you for the people in my life. Those I love and those I learn from. Thank you for it all. Thank you. Thank you. It's the key that opens the door to instant happiness. Unlocks the door to everything we are really seeking in life. Happiness and contentment. Think about it. No matter what you say you want. Money, riches, health. To help others. Why do you really want it? When you drill deep down. The only reason anyone wants anything is the feeling we believe we will get from having it. That all boils down to happiness and contentment. And the truth is, we can have it now if we are grateful. And if you get quiet, get away from the noise of the world, and think for a moment about what you could be grateful for, I'm sure you could find plenty. Be grateful there's food on the table air in your lungs, life in your body. Get grateful that you have opportunity. Opportunity to take your life to a whole nother level. To decide right now that you are going to live your dreams and never settle until you do. Get grateful for the mental strength you've been given to survive the hard times. Look for miracles. I guarantee if you are looking, you will see them. There are unlimited things to be grateful for. Open your eyes. Unlock your amazing life. It's ready for you right now. Thank you for this day. Whatever it brings, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this day. Whatever it brings. On behalf of our community, Carrie Tulsa Birmingham, Everything you've made and given to us that we've given to you through the grace that lays given, we wish for it to rebound in the richness of future. Thank you. Have a happy, happy Thanksgiving with Our Lady. It was that day, the first time here, that she chose, without being asked, to go to the field and have an apparition. And in that message, she gave us something very beautiful, geographically on a spot that she chose, appearing to Maria, saying, I invite you to live my messages. I am here to help you. I will 
intercede for you to God for all your intentions. We have a place, America, that you can come to and petition Our Lady, and she's there on that spot to help you, as well as the bedroom of apparitions. We look forward for those who are coming December 8th to the 12th for the reconciling of ourselves, our families, and our nation beginning December 8th. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.